Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out the latest episode of Crop Factor. Now, for more context on this episode, feel free to visit youtube.com forward slash EMT films so you can contextualize all the information that we provide on the audio experience. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I post behind the scenes content on everything you see and hear. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. In this video, we're sharing five tips on how to get those awesome eye-catching vertigo shots. You know, the push-pull effect with the brand new Moza Mini MX. Now, before we proceed, this is not a sponsored video, but I have actually worked with Moza in a couple different events in the past during CES, NAB, and I've created promotional content for them. Having said that, the tips that I'm sharing not only will work with the Moza Mini MX, but some of them will also work with the Moza Mini Me, with the Moza Mini X, or pretty much any gimbal in general. Vertigo shots are some of my favorite shots because this kind of shot compresses the background, right? It gives you that effect and that feeling that the background and the environment is actually moving and your subject standing still. And it's actually not that hard to create a good vertigo shot. All you really have to do is zoom in as you're moving backwards or zoom out as you're moving forward, right? Kind of the opposite. If you go to your phone right now and you go to the camera app and you start zooming in while you're slowly pushing back, you will notice that your main subject stays in around the same position, but the background is the one that seems to be moving instead of your subject, of course. And it's a lot of fun to use this kind of shots, not only for product videography, or just simply create some awesome B-roll that introduces a little bit of tension or a little bit of focus, depending on the speed and how smooth it looks. It might definitely evoke that sense of urgency of of shock or just simply a, a small hint of focus right make sure you're zoning in on something and this is something that you can do virtually with any smartphone with any camera with virtually any gimbal but with the Moza Mini MX, there's a fantastic auto zoom feature. And that's tip number one. And yes, you do have the option to zoom in by simply pressing the plus or minus button in your gimbal. But the cool thing is that the Moza Mini MX has auto zoom by simply double tapping the plus or minus button. The Moza Genie app will simply zoom in automatically or zoom out automatically. And this is awesome because now you don't have to worry about putting a lot of pressure into your handle. You just simply focus on moving in forward or moving in backwards. So definitely a huge important one. Make sure you leverage that auto zoom, which actually is available on the Moza Mini MX, the Moza Mini Me, the Moza Mini S, virtually pretty much every gimbal that Moza has made for smartphones. Tip number two is gonna be shoot at 60 frames per second when possible higher frame rate, the better. And the reason for that is because by the time you double click on that plus button and auto zooms or auto zooms out, you only end up with like three, maybe four or five seconds of actual clip before it starts breaking apart because it zooms in so much and the footage starts looking weird. But by filming at 60 frames per second and then slowing that down in post-production gives you a little bit extra clip. Think about it. If you are filming at 60 frames per second and slow it down by half, you end up with a 30 frames per second kind of clip. And if you have five seconds, by slowing it down now you have 10 seconds so it gives you a little bit more room to play as far as the kind of b-roll or the kinds of shots that you're creating and also slow motion always makes things a little bit more stable in the way we perceive it so i highly encourage you to film at a higher frame rate through the moza genie app tip number three is anti-shake 
The Moza Genie app has an awesome feature called Anti-Shake, and this in a sense is digital image stabilization on top of the already optical image stabilization that you're getting in your camera. But most times when you're zooming in at the level that we are zooming in with vertical shots, you can start noticing a lot of micro vibrations. And by enabling anti-shake, you're adding that additional layer, which in turn allows the phone to keep the footage a little bit more stable than without it. I highly encourage you to test that out. Keep in mind that when you enable anti-shake, there's a small crop that happens. So if you're looking to get a super wide shot, so to speak, maybe this is not for you, but definitely something that I use all the time for that buttery smooth b-roll especially vertical shots tip number four is to stick to a single lens and that's kind of weird it's a little counterproductive if you really think about it because on most modern forms you can go from very wide ultra wide to all the way into two times five times or even ten times even depending on the phone that you're using but the challenge with some of these smartphones is that as you continue to zoom you might notice a shift in your footage when switching from the ultra wide to the wide to the telephoto lenses. So I personally recommend to set the Mozagini app to a single lens. Usually I suggest the wide because more often than none, the main wide camera is the one with the best aperture. So as you continue to zoom in and then step into the areas of digital cropping, you're not gonna lose a lot of detail if you have good lighting in the environment and you avoid that shift in the camera. If you have really good lighting, you can also do vertical shots with your tele lens or even your ultra wide, though I don't recommend too much the ultra wide because of the distortion, but stick to the single lens if you want to avoid that camera shift. And tip number five is to not be afraid to use image stabilization in post-production. Programs like iMovie, Final Cut, Premiere Pro, have the capability to stabilize your footage further in post-production and this has legitimately saved a lot of clips that I've captured not only in vertical shots but also some sliding shots, crane shots or just simple shots that sometimes they might not have the best stability in terms of how they look. Adding a little bit of extra sizzle on top with image stabilization and post-production when done correctly it will definitely elevate the way your footage looks and how stable and smooth it looks. But I want to know what you think. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below if you have any questions or suggestions or if you want to show me your vertical shots, drop them down there so we can continue to create relevant content for you. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe down below if you enjoy the video and as always, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I'll catch you on the next one.